Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down-to-earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Welcome to episode 39. I am so pleased you are here. I can't thank you enough for tuning in again. And I am, oh my gosh, I am just in awe of this Gold Coast weather at the moment. I, If you're tuning in from somewhere else, you've got to come to the Gold Coast soon. Oh, summer in general is just my favorite time of the year. And so I'm actually, I'm recording, looking out at, I can see the ocean from my office, not when I'm down here in the bunker recording because I have to have my mouth right close to the microphone. But if I go up and peek out of my window, I can see the most glorious, glorious beach. It's calling me, that's for sure. But I am here once again to serve you. I recorded this late this week and so I've actually got my little daughter um, here and I have said to her, you cannot come in, right? Like, you know that you're allowed to come in, not even if anything's wrong. Well, unless you are really in serious trouble, but she's sitting out on the balcony (laughs) eating a platter of fruits and veggies and crackers and all sorts, so she should be fine while I record this. Anywho, every single week I start with reading one of your reviews Please keep them coming, guys. The reviews and the ratings really, really do make a huge difference to how many people get to hear my message. And, you know, I don't love to tell you guys this, but this is something I do for the love of it and for for free. I, I offer this information. I come up with content. I share my knowledge and my wisdom and my opinions and my stories with you because I know that not everyone can afford to come onto a retreat with me or, you know, get the online coaching modules. And obviously those things are just bigger and bigger and better than this, but I do this out of, for the love of it. And I do this because you guys are amazing and you're always sending me all these beautiful messages. So it fills my cup, that's for sure. But the more ratings and reviews you leave, the longer I can do this and the bigger and better I can get for you. Because when I when I achieve good things here over here on the podcast, it means it opens up space for me to do more in my life and in my career. And what that means is that the information and the learnings that I can, that I can number one, gain for myself and then share them with you, just get bigger and bigger and better and better. So keep those ratings and reviews coming. I think if you've got the 30 minutes to listen to this, then gosh, like two minutes of your time, probably not even to go in and leave a review. You don't know how much that means. So please, please do it. Okay. So today I'm going to read one from Nikki, Nikki, a Nikki, Nikki, a Wilson. Thank you, Jess. Honest, real and relatable podcast with the occasional passionate F-bomb, which I love every week. It's like Jess knows what I need to hear. 
It's refreshing to listen to someone who doesn't sound like they are reading from a notebook. Thank you for showing up for us every week. Thank you so much. I hope it's Nikki or Nikia or Nike. Anyway, Nikki, thank you so much. Um, I don't have a notebook. I don't have notes. <laughs> I just spew information out. <laughs> Some would say that's unprofessional, but for me, this is me showing you who I am, showing you what it's really about to be a coach. And oh, yes, I learn a lot and I take notes a lot, but my truth is here in this podcast. And yeah, I don't, like I've said before, I don't always uh, articulate as well as I could. And there are areas of improvement, right, for everybody. I I actually was at, um, I was somewhere, I won't say where I was because you never know who's listening, <laughs> but I was somewhere the other day and I had a parent, I didn't know the parent, but the parent said to me, oh, he gets bored doing this. Like he already knows how to do this, uh, this skill. And I was like, oh, well, you know, there's always room for improvement, right? I mean, if you, if you're, if you're running your PB, there's always a new PB. If you're a dancer, there's always room to improve your skills. If you're doing yoga, if you're doing swimming, if you're doing singing, whatever it may be, there's always room for improvement, right? So I love that. I can't wait in like a year or two to listen back to this and think, wow, how far have I come in terms of how I articulate and how I speak and how passionate I am and all of those things. But yes, I do not read off a notebook. I must say at the beginning, I used to write a few notes down because I really, I would have like certain phrases or certain things I really just wanted to make sure I said. But as I do this longer, I kind of, I've kind of not given up on it, but I just feel so much more confident to just deliver. Uh, but getting messages from you guys and, and the reviews is is really what keeps me going. So keen tip, keep that coming. Anyway, today's podcast has actually been inspired by the absolutely glorious and gorgeous Melissa Ambrosini. She did a podcast, a very short podcast. Um, I think it was actually called Your Greatest Gift, something to that effect. Um, and I listened to it the other day and I really, really loved it. It was a super quick kind of, I think it was, I think, I don't know, but I think it was a read out one that was like for something, but it was really beautiful. And so I wanted to extend on that because this time of year is an interesting one, right? It's, you know, it's coming up to Christmas. A lot of us start to freak out a little bit about spending money, about, paying bills, all those things. Uh, I know that for me in the past, definitely I have had years, number one, where I'm just like, I can't afford anything. Other years where I've been like, I don't want to do this. I don't like Christmas. I feel like this is all just a big marketing scheme from the shopping centers. Um, I've been the Scrooge. I've been the neg ferret. I've been all those things in the past. Um, and mainly I feel like that's because I... I don't, I love giving gifts, but receiving gifts isn't one of my, it's actually my lowest love language. Not to say any friends listening, still keep the gifts coming. <laughs> no, I love receiving gifts, but it's not one of my highest love languages or values. So receiving words, um, mine, mine are words of affirmation and um, physical touch. So hugs and like cards are like the two best things you can ever give me. <laughs> um, but, you know, gifts are a thing at Christmas, right? And and so I think a lot of people get really caught up in the giving of a gift. This this might be an assumption, but I feel like, especially with places like Kmart now, no offense to Kmart, I love Kmart, but I think that because of these places, we can just go and get gifts so easily. Um, they, they don't 
necessarily always have a lot of meaning. We can buy our kids lots of stuff because it's getting so cheap. Um, we can get anything we want really cheap these days. It's becoming ridiculous, to be honest. I mean, if you want to get a whole new dinner set, you can go to Kmart now and you can get a whole new dinner set for like 50 bucks or even less. Like eight plates is going to cost you, what, $16 or something. So I think the point I'm trying to make there is, is that the, 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 the receiving of gifts now, it kind of has to be thoughtful or it has to be special because you can go get stuff so cheap. Whereas I remember, you know, when we were getting married and people bought us like dinner sets, it would be like, oh, wow, we really needed one of those. Thank you so much because they were still like $100 or $120 for a nice dinner set. So things are changing. And it's interesting because this year I've been the most Christmassy I've ever been. Um, and I know that for me there's a lot of reasons why I feel more in the spirit this year. Um, but I've been so I've been so negative and jaded about Christmas. And I think a lot of that honestly came down to me becoming an adult and me feeling like I had to go and do what everyone else wanted, you know, um, go and turn up to all the things. And, and it's hard when you've got two families. And that sounds like a really whingy thing to say, but I got to a point when I became a mum that I wanted to do my family's thing. You know, I'm a fucking adult. <laughs> I'm 35 years old. I can, you know, and so I, I got to that point for a little while where I was like, no, I've got my whole, my own whole family now. Like I want to do my things. But this year for me, and if you've been following along with me for a while, you will know this year has been massive for me in terms of growth, not just business growth, but personal growth, integrity, spirituality, consciousness, um, balance. I have, I have epically evolved and I'm not afraid to say it because I'm fucking proud of it. I've, I've put in my work. I've done all the hard things. I can still grow heaps more. I'm not at the end because there is no end to growth. But man, oh man, it's been it's been epic this year. And with the level of consciousness and when you when you start to really evolve and expand your mind and become more conscious, um, there's this new level of kindness, compassion, love, clarity, perspective that you get that just doesn't come any other way than by growing. It's, it's fucking beautiful. I must say, um, you know, I sit there in the mornings and I used to, I used to talk about gratitude a lot and I just never got it. Um, and then just recently it's become this thing where I've actually been able to like cry tears of gratitude, like tap in that easily. And I think a lot of that's come from, you know, my meditating every day, my spirituality, my consciousness, um, really raising up into this higher vibration, really protecting my energy, really knowing my own worth um, because a lot of the time we do things and we we don't really take charge of our own life. We just kind of let the world and society and the people around us affect it. Um, the thing is is that we can often get really caught up in if everyone else changed, then like life would be better. But, you know, you, you have to take charge because – you ever having any expectation on other people, it's what's fucking you up from happiness. It's what's taking away from your happiness. Because the thing is, and Tony Robbins says this, exchange expectation for appreciation and you'll you'll never be disappointed or you'll always be happy or just exchange expectation for appreciation. Now, it seems it seems like a kind of easy concept, right? Just don't expect things of others and it'll be good. But then it go. But then, like the regular person goes, no, hold on. I what you're just telling me to let them 
not help around the house or just let them not be good people. Like, no, I need to hold people to a high standard. I need people to do things the way I want them to do them. No, honey, I'm sorry. That is, it's actually, to be honest, it's delusional to think that way. And I hate to say it, but it's true. It's, it's a delusion. If you think that you controlling the people around you is going to then control your happiness. You're the only person that gets to control your happiness. Ah, that is such a relief to say that. And it's more of a relief to know it, right? So it takes a lot of growth. It takes a lot of personal development to be number one, a hundred percent compassionate of people, even the fucking ones that you don't like, even the ones that you really want to strangle. Because the thing is guys, is that you can be, you can be all evolved and all that, but you, if you don't let go of shit, if you don't have a hundred percent compassion and perspective around situations, then you're just kind of in a spot where you're like, yeah, I'm growing, but I'm still, I've got a long way to grow, to go. (laughs) Right. So I think I've gone off topic already. I don't know how, but (laughs) this is really in alignment with the, um, with the review I read this week. (laughs) But, um, yeah, the truth of the matter is guys, is that compassion, love, and kindness, no matter what is the biggest thing. And knowing that you're in control of your life, really, really important to happiness, totally off topic. Maybe this is why these, these people have notes. <laughs> oh my Lord. Maybe I should start doing these while drinking wine. It's actually, it's 12, it's midday, 12.05. So I could get away with it, but that would muck up the recording. Cause I'd be slurping and stuff. <laughs> and I could get on rants, who knows, but no, I won't do that to you guys. I'll, um, I'll just keep it clean. <laughs> anyway, your greatest gift. So around Christmas, happiness, all those things. Um, like I said, I heard Melissa Ambrosini speak about this really quick in a like eight minute podcast. She seems to the point way quicker than I do, but it was a beautiful message. And I think it's something that we really do tend to forget about these days. And the greatest gift the absolute greatest, greatest, most beautiful, most valuable gift that you can ever give anyone is your presence. Now you're like, oh, this one again, we've heard this before. Your presence is my present. No, but truthfully guys, (laughs) oh, I'm actually getting goosebumps. I've, I've got to, I've got to get this through to you because the way she described it was really beautiful, but I'm going to give you the ass kicking version. Now, There is no amount of money that you can spend on your loved ones, on your people that will ever, ever come close to you being able to look them in the eye, sit with them and be present. Now in this world, in this day and age, there are a lot of things causing us to be unpresent. The number one thing is our phones. And I know you're like, I'm probably listening to this on a phone right now. We are living in a day and age where our the, the level of technology floating around our homes is getting ridiculous. You know, we've got two phones, three phones, a laptop, an uh, iMac, a couple of iPads. It's scary to think what our kids are growing up around. Um, I read something the other day, actually, and I might bring this up now. I'm always going into my phone and then thinking, could you not have thought of this earlier, Jess? Seriously. Okay. Okay, so a silent tragedy. I read this the other day and I'm going to read this because I think this is well worth it and I think this is actually part of, this is important as part of what I'm talking about with you guys today. And I want this to drill home so hard that you actually decide. I'm not saying don't buy gifts for your family, 
But the fucking gifts mean nothing if you're like looking at your phone every five minutes, if you're not being present, and if you're not fully hearing and seeing the people around you. And it's been interesting. I'm going to toot my own horn here, but I've had maybe two or three people this week say to me, there's something has shifted in me. It's like you're looking me in the eye more. You, you Like there's this, there's this connection. And the quality time, and it's almost like I've been not bombarded, but I've been getting a lot of offers to be like to go places and stuff. And it's been really beautiful because I've been having these really deep connected conversations with people that have, haven't always been that way. And the, the level of presence that we've been able to exchange has been quite extraordinary. It's been so interesting because there's people around me that are really on a level playing field at the moment. And I'm like, wow, this is super interesting. There are people here that are really coming right where I'm at and giving me that level of presence I really crave. And I feel like it's because I'm giving it out. I hope that is, but it's it's been beautiful. Um, gifts and all that don't really matter. So I want you to know that your greatest gift is your presence and hearing people, seeing people, not listening to your kids talk while you're on your phone. I'm guilty of it, but I'm getting better. Not getting distracted with things, being really super present with how you want to say, like how you want to show up to people, how you how you decide to give people you because you can buy people shit but how do you give someone you how do you give people a part of you a part of your energy a part of your vibration a part of your soul how do you make it known to your people to the loved ones that you have to your chosen family how do you make it known to the soul family that you choose to have in your life i'm here I'm always going to be here and I'm here 100% for you. How do you do that, right? You do it. You do it by being present. Okay, I'm going to read you this thing, this article that I read. Now, this is a little bit off, off track, but I feel like it's really important when I talk about the technology stuff. So a silent tragedy. There is a silent, let me check. How is this volume going? Good. I hope so. Okay, there is a silent tragedy that is unfolding today in our homes and concerns our most precious jewels, our children. Our children are in a devastating emotional state. In the last 15 years, researchers have given us increasingly alarming statistics on a sharp and steady increase in childhood mental illness that is now reaching epidemic proportions. Statistics do not lie. One in five children have a mental health problem. A 43% increase in ADHD has been noted. A 37% increase in adolescent depression has been noted. What the actual fuck? There has been a 200% increase in the suicide rate in children aged 10 to 14. What is happening and what are we doing wrong? Today's children are being overstimulated and overgifted with material objects, but they are deprived of the fundamentals of a healthy childhood, such as emotionally available parents, present parents, right? Clearly defined limits, responsibilities, balanced nutrition and adequate sleep, movement in general, but especially outdoors, creative play, social interaction, unstructured game opportunities, and boredom spaces. Instead, in recent years, children have been filled with digitally distracted parents, indulgent and permissive parents who let children rule the world and whoever sets the rules. A sense of right, of deserving everything without earning it or being responsible for obtaining it, inadequate sleep and unbalanced nutrition. A sedentary, sedentary, sedentary lifestyle, 
as in lazy lifestyle because I can't say that word, endless stimulation, technological nannies, instant gratification, games, played on iPads, fucking TikTok, instant gratification. I added that, by the way. And an absence of boring moments. What to do? If we want our children to be happy and healthy individuals, we have to wake up and get back to basics. It is still possible. Many families see immediate improvements after weeks of implementing the following recommendations. Set limits and remember that you are the captain of the ship. Your children will feel more confident knowing that you have control of the helm. Offer children a balanced lifestyle full of what children need, not just what they want. Do not be afraid to say no to your children if what they want is not what they need. Provide nutritious food and limit junk food. Spend at least one hour a day outdoors doing activities such as cycling, walking, fishing, bird or insect watching, swimming, walking on the beach. I'm adding my own in here. Walking down the street, looking at the sky. It's easy. Enjoy a daily family dinner without smartphones or distracting technology. Play board games as a family or if children are very small for, are very small or too small for board games, get carried away by their interests and allow them to rule in the game. Involve your children in some homework or household chores according to their age, folding clothes, ordering toys, hanging clothes, unpacking food, setting the table, feeding the dog, etc. Implement a consistent sleep routine to ensure that your child gets enough sleep. The schedules will be even more important for school-aged children. Teach responsibility and independence. Do not overprotect them against all frustration or mistakes. Misunderstanding will help them build resilience and learn to overcome life challenges. Do not carry your children's backpacks. Do not carry your children's backpacks. Do not carry their homework they forgot. Do not peel bananas for them if they can do it on their own, four to five years old. Instead of giving them the fish, teach them to fish. Teach them to wait. Delay gratification. Provide opportunities for boredom. Since boredom is the moment when creativity awakens. Do not feel responsible for always keeping your children entertained. Do not use technology as a cure for boredom, nor offer it at the first second of inactivity. Avoid using technology during meals in cars, at restaurants, in shopping centers. Use these moments as opportunities to socialize by training the brains to know how to work when they are in mode of boredom. Help them create a bottle of boredom with ideas, activity ideas for when they are bored. Be emotionally available to connect with children and teach them self-regulation and social skills. Self-regulation is, is really hard for adults, so it's really important we learn it and we teach our children ASAP. Turn off the phones at night when children have to go to bed to avoid digital distraction. Become a regulator or emotional trainer for your children. Teach them to recognize and manage their own frustrations and anger. That is huge, guys. Honestly, I talk about this so much with my one-on-one -on -one clients. See, I'm not reading it now. Um, we are so emotionally charged as adults and then we wonder why our kids stomp and you know, flap about and chuck tantrums. It's like, hello, <laughs> become the emotional regulator for yourself. So you can teach children how to recognize their own emotional stuff, and regulate it, right? Teach them to greet, to take turns, to share without running out of anything, to say thank you and please, to acknowledge the error and apologize. Do not force them. Be a model of all those values you instill. I have a podcast about this. Number 37, I believe. Connect emotionally, smile, hug, kiss, tickle, read, dance, jump, play or crawl with them. That is the most important one. Connect emotionally, smile, hug, kiss, tickle, read, dance, jump, play, crawl. 
Article written by Dr. Luis Rojas Marcos, psychiatrist. I hope I said that right. Now, this, this silent tragedy is a really important point because when talking about your greatest gift, it's so easy, so, so easy to get into a state where you're like, you know what, I, I, I'm fine. I'm really present with my kids. But then when you listen to that, when you start to think about what our children are looking at every day, especially if you're a parent, but even if you've just got a friend or a partner and you sit at the fucking dinner table when you're out at a restaurant or with your phones next to you in case it's an emergency or in case an Instagram pop-up notification comes up, right? Put the phones away, like leave them out of sight. The only reason we have our phones out is because we are so addicted to instant gratification, to feeling good, to being disconnected. And then we wonder why we're not happy and fulfilled and purpose-driven, yet we're waking up and we're consuming content the minute we wake up instead of allowing our creative juices to flow. We're waking up and staring at our phones instead of staring at our fucking kids. Like for real, guys, this is serious. This is not something you take lightly. This is something we need to change. And I really, really hope that you understand our greatest, most beautiful gift that we can give our friends, our family, our parents, our siblings, our children, our colleagues, our workmates, the people in the coffee shop that are serving you is your presence. Like how often do you see someone on their phone when they're at the coffee shop? It's like, hold on a minute. Excuse me. I'm really sorry. I'm about to order a coffee. I'm going to have to call you back. Give the person that you, that is waiting on you presents. Do you know how nice it is to make connection with strangers? Do you have any idea the opportunities? And I don't mean opportunity as in I'm an opportunist. I'm looking for things to fall into my lap. How many friends I've made by pulling my head out of my phone? How many connections I've made? How many faces I have seen? Even this morning, how many faces I've seen? I was at the markets this morning. Literally light up because I've bothered to connect. Like the girl at the bread store knew about what I made last week with her bread and all these things. And honestly, this is what life is about. If you are feeling disconnected from yourself, the likelihood is you are disconnected from the whole fucking world. The likelihood is you are disconnected from your family, from your children and from your friends. The likelihood is is that you don't know how to be authentic and vulnerable anymore because you're stuck in this vortex. You're stuck in a vortex of looking at a screen and expecting that somehow through that screen, you're going to feel better about who you are and how you look and how you show up and the money in your bank account. And it's all fucking bullshit. I'm sorry, but it is. I knew I was going to get on a rant. Imagine if I'd had a wine right now. My God, you guys have been, but honestly, guys, you have to look at this and you need to hear this and you need to understand this and go, I'm going to listen to this today. I am actually going to take this on board. I'm going to set some rules for myself because I am not going to give the free gift that I possess, that I can give to the whole world. I'm not going to scapegoat that. It's within me and I'm hiding so I can stare at my phone so I can check my emails at night when I should be cuddling my kids or having sex. Oh my God. Seriously, guys, this, I hope that if you are just like, what the fuck, Jess is on fire, please share this, screen record this, screenshot it right now and share it and tell everybody you know that you actually love and care about. They need to listen to this because putting your head down, wasting your time watching TV, looking at your bank account, doing all these bullshit things, when it's prioritized, no worries. But when you're letting it rule your life, when you're not in control of when that happens, the reason I wake up at 4.15 is so that I can get most of my things done before my children wake up. The reason I work at night after my kids are in bed, same reason, because this beautiful life we live, this, this lineage, this handing down in the generations, your children are watching you. 
Your family are watching you. If you don't like the way your life is, you are doing it to yourself. You, ha- you are the mirror. Everyone around you is a mirror of yourself. So don't be like over here to your husband. You better fucking look in the mirror. You're not showing up. How about you show up? How about you get off your own ass and start role modeling to the world, to everyone you know, how you should be showing up. Give the greatest gift you have. It's free. You can give it to everyone all day, every way. Eye contact, holding people's hands, letting them know you're listening, putting the phone away, turning the TV off, being there for people, absolutely being there, not going, I need to post a photo today. I need to screenshot and take photos of everything I'm eating and doing all that. Have a look at what you're doing, honestly. Like, look at what you're doing. Look at how you're living. Be present. Stop allowing people you don't know to get in your head, right? Unless it's me, of course. (laughs) I always have to throw a joke in right when I'm about to explode. But guys, this is serious, right? And you can hear it. You can hear it in my voice and you know that I'm right. It's like, how many hours a week do do you spend watching TV? And how many hours a week do you put aside for your children? Now, getting out and about, I am so blessed. I live in a house that's 20 meters from the ocean. I can see it from here. But you know what? If I lived in the shittest street, in the shittest house, in the shittest suburb, I would figure out a way to get outdoors. I was at the beach a few weeks ago and I saw this family. They were huge. There was like eight or 10 family members. They're trying to get a selfie. And I said, hey, do you want me to take that for you? They're like, oh, thank you. I said, do you guys live near here? And And it was after school one day. And they were like, no, no, we drove from wherever it was, whatever suburb, I think it was like Coomera, um, to come and watch the sunset together. And I was like, how brilliant, on a school day. And one of them was in a wheelchair. It would have been a big pain in the ass. And you know what? That's what living is about. It's not about getting home and looking for excuses why you can't. You can drive to the beach. You can drive to a nature reserve. You can you can sit outside in your backyard to be outdoors. Um, there's always possibilities. I know there's going to be someone who's like, but you don't know my suburb. It's not safe or whatever. I get that. But we can have, do be and have whatever we want, right? It's just the truth. I don't care what you think. I don't care what your story is. The truth is if you want it, you can have it. You need to work harder. You need to figure out a way. You need to be more resourceful. And if you're currently going, you know what? This sounds awesome, Jess, but you've got it better than me. You're luckier than me. You're more smarter than me. You're more talented than me. Of course, you can be present with your kids because you've got all this great stuff and everything's flowing for you. Trust me, not true. They say when you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. No, incorrect. When you do what you love, you will be working on a Saturday at midday when you should be cleaning up your house because you're about to leave to go to someone's house and have champagne in an hour, but instead you're sitting here recording a podcast. You work harder than anyone you know. When you do what you love, you always work. It's just that your work is bigger than you. Your work is here to impact people. That's what I'm about. I'm not about saying I don't work and I don't have to do things. I work harder than anyone I know. And I'll say that proudly because nobody sees what I do. Nobody understands what I do. And I don't need a pat on the back. I love it. It's hard work. My point is, is that if you want something great, all you have to do is step into greatness. And the quickest way to do that is to start waking up earlier, to get routines in place, to honor your body, do the same thing for your kids, be present when you need to be present. And while they sleep, they knuckle down. Anyone will tell you, especially someone like Gary Vee, if you want to work, if you want to earn money on the internet, if you want a big life, you can have it. Just get intelligent right? Be intelligent. It all starts with things like podcasts. And then it starts with getting coaches and people in your corner and going, well, how the fuck am I going to get there? I need to spend every cent I earn on learning how to be great, not buying takeaway coffee and booze on the weekend and cigarettes and all that. Because if you can't afford greatness in your life, you can't afford that shit. If you want nice things, right? I knew I'd go off track, but honestly, (laughs) Jess, your greatest gift is your presence. It's the free gift. 
It's not about what you can give people this Christmas. You can literally get a piece of paper and you can make a promise to your children that, you know what, this next year I'm not going to have my phone at the table while we eat dinner. This next year I'm not going to make excuses why we can't get out to the park. Trust me, your children will be way happier with that than they will with a stupid piece of shit from Kmart because that will fill them up for two seconds. That's instant gratification bullshit. Maybe they can still have both. That's the ideal world. I don't want to deprive my kids of fun. I'm going to buy them the ice cream and let them have all the toys if they so deserve it. But trust me, you teach your kids about long-term vision, such as short-term satisfaction. You make them wait it out. You help them, you know, you make them save. Man, if you wanted to, you could say, for every time we go outdoors, I'm going to put a dollar in a jar and that's going to be what we spend on Christmas next year. Motivate them to do stuff with you as a family. Trust me, it will pay you in dividends. You will, you will ring me in a month or two months if you actually try this, if you actually stick to it. Don't just listen to this and go, oh, wow, that was the kick in the ass I needed. Fucking make change, right? That's what I want to see. And this is the way I speak to my clients. Sometimes not this fired up, sometimes more fired up. But I'm like, you want to change? Fucking change. Like stop acting like a bitch. Sorry, but people whinge and they need to actually wake up. Instead of whinging, wake up. Instead of making excuses, wake up. Yeah. Wow. If you want more of this, come on down and join me at retreat in February, 2020. Byron Bay. <laughs> Man, I'm getting really tacky. Hey? <laughs> anyway, guys, I hope this I hope this really impacted you. I hope that you've heard something and gone, okay, shit, I need to make change. It's time we do something great. With this gift we've been given, it's within me and I can give it right now to anybody. Go out of the shop, go try it out with your children. Post a selfie or a picture of your children looking straight at the camera, the picture of them being present with you. Tell me how this affects you in your business, in your life, in your ordering of coffee in your children's world. Tell me how it affects you. Send me a message, please. I would love you to have an absolutely beautiful, beautiful day, night, weekend, week, whatever it is for you while listening. I love you guys. I hope you appreciate my butt kickings. I love you. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag the abundance hub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today.